I'm gonna fill my cup I'm gonna live, 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 live Until I die Those blues I lay low I'll make them stay low They'll never trail over my head I'll be a devil Till I'm an angel But until then Hallelujah Gonna dance Gonna fly I'll take a chance Riding high Before my number's up I'm gonna fill my cup I'm gonna live Live Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Squawk Talk Radio. As always, I am your host, Andrew Biggers, and it's National Croissant Day, so that should just be addressed first, uh, as it does take top priority. With us today, Braden, the French Connection. Braden, how's tricks? Uh, good, good, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good, I guess. And then, friend of the show for a long time, uh, one half of the Oklahoma City band crews. Colton Tarrant is with us today. Hello, it's uh, great to be here right now. Man, it's great to have you here. Know, I'm excited, I love this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm delighted to hear that. Before we really get into today's main topics, which will include technology, the final day of questioning in President Donald Trump's impeachment trial, and more good stuff. Check out at Big Squawk on Twitter, squawkradio.org, and be sure to check out, if anything, our page on Apple Podcasts, because it's, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, let's just get into it. Colton, tell us about the band. Are things good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the band, uh, I'm in a band called Cruise with uh, two of my best friends, and uh, we don't have any me- music released right now, um, but that's only because... Uh, it, it's a it's a longer process than we thought. So we have a lot of songs written, uh, we have them produced, um, but it's more like the recording and the vocals that's kind of taken a, a while. So, mm-hmm. where so hopefully in a few months we'll get some great vocal tracks down and we'll get them, you know, properly mixed and what all they need to be, what all needs to be done to them, and then hopefully we'll have some music out pretty soon. Wonderful. Uh, I I think I get complimented the most on the episode that you and. Garrett, right? Your, Garrett, yeah. yeah. Came on and did your live rendition. Oh, that's awesome. It, it was spectacular. It was dynamite. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, do you guys go to a studio to record or? No, we do. Uh, luckily, I mean, like you said, we we're talking about music or technology today. Technology makes everything so accessible these days. And so um, if you just have a computer, you can download great software like Logic is what we use. Uh, we use Logic, and we can just record um, and produce these tracks all on our computer, and uh, um, we can just buy a microphone, hook it up to an interface, and just record in a closet. These are record cr- vocals in a closet. Crazy yeah. times we're living in. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, just like technology makes everything so much more accessible and, and just easy. I mean, if I wanted to, I could start a band. You could. I mean, that's, the, that's, those, that's what's happening now, you know. <laughs> Everyone makes beats... You know, you can make beats on a school bus. Like, it's it's yeah. so easy now. Yeah. I think I, if I were a producer, it would be, and my name would be Andy Beats. Um, well, I know. I, well, 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 let's, let's like not that. let's not act like you haven't tried. Okay, producing yeah, beats we before, had Andy. Listen, year, listen, we there were are certain things to make that songs. I will talk about on the air, and there are certain <laughs> things I won't. Andy Beats is, is one of them. That's <laughs> you know, even Superman's got to hang up the cape at some point. Um, yeah. Well, let me just ask you. A question that I think is truly telling of a person's real character. What is the best eating utensil? You're on a, you're on an island, deserted island. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need you to visualize this. 
You can take one eating utensil. What do you take? Um, do you have an answer prepared already? No, not really. Okay, so it's more just a discussion right now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay, so so a spoon a spoon is nice because you know you can scoop anything with it, and you know it, it's gonna stay there like cereal, water, whatever. But uh, like a fork is useful because. You know, it's sharp. You can stab things and get a hold of them that way. But also, you can't do any scooping with a fork because mm. everything's just going to fall right through the, the, the little prongs. I never thought of it that way. Um, so I think there's benefits of, of both uh, utensils. Because, uh, I mean, really, what it has to be between a spoon and a fork. So that's why we go spork. Final answer. That's what I was thinking in my head, too. The spork. The spork. Yeah. yeah. That is a good answer. I honestly, I would just say fork. I did not. I thought you guys were going to say fork as well. Um, okay. Well, I mean, those are still those are great answers to a pretty lousy question. Um, what is one piece of undeveloped technology you hope to use in your lifetime? Hmm. Maybe not undeveloped, but unreleased. Either or. Right. I don't know. Unreleased technology. I know one that. I would choose. That's Neuralink. What is that? It's Elon Musk's brainchild project where he plans on surgically embedding the brain with a wireless connector. And apparently it allows you to communicate non-verbally with this device to other people that have the same device in their head. So no words need to be spoken. No words it's need all to be spoken. Process. It's all a thought process. Just one giant thought bubble with a ton of people That's in it. That's I had not heard of that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, he hasn't. The company hasn't made any major announcements since last year, I think. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Elon Musk cool. is a. It's he's a he's a real life Tony Stark. He is. He's incredible. Yeah. What did you think of the Cybertruck? I mean, I it it was definitely not what I expected it to look like. <clears throat> From what I've seen, I didn't expect it to look like that, but. Um, it, I mean, it's rigid. I, I think it's it's awesome. Like, it's going to, I mean, the interior is sleek and just very simple. Very minimalist. Minimal, I was going to say, yeah. very minimal. And and I like that. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I From what I hear, it's it's uh, largely dependable, somewhat oh, yeah. affordable, too. Yeah, I think, I think that. I mean, that's it, probably the whole appeal of it is that it's, it's, massively dependable that and the speed and i guess yeah. the towing capability is yeah just and it's unreal. like supposedly yeah. bulletproof supposedly but it couldn't stop a uh what do you throw at the windshield like a softball or something baseball you threw a baseball it's at not the baseball proof though so you can't park up close to the to the baseball <laughs> field when field you're going to watch the, to the batting cages <laughs> Yeah, well, we will keep that in mind hey do you know that today in history the beatles performed their last gig in Japan? Well, their last live gig, I yeah. guess. A 42-minute oh. concert on the roof. Oh, uh, on Apple, yeah. Apple Studios, yeah. Because you're, you're a Beatles head. Yeah, person. I am. Because yeah. they stopped they stopped touring for like four or five years, and then they played one final show before they broke up. Yeah. yeah. Who broke up the Beatles? Um... I, uh, I don't know. I think it was it was a, it was a combination of a lot of factors. But they were getting fed up with each other. It was pretty much just the John and Paul show. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you had to attribute it to one person or one incident, uh, I mean the the large answer is you is, smelling what I'm stepping in Yoko here. Ono, yeah, right? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I I yeah. I don't know if you can just attribute that to her entirely. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but you know. We got lots of other stuff to talk about. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Braden. Yeah. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you got any big plans for the weekend now? Big plans? Well, I mean, to uh, watch the Super Bowl. That's about it. Mm. That's all the plans. Did you hear that uh, Trump and Bloomberg are having an ad, a campaign ad war over Super Bowl airtime? Really? Yeah. Mm. They're kind of feuding. I think that's kind of funny, but <coughs> what I found even funnier was that PETA wants to remove and replace Puxatawney's own Phil the Groundhog. You know, the, the Groundhog comes out of his hole. Yeah, Groundhog giant, Day, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm glad we're on the same page there. Um, they want to replace it with an AI animatronic groundhog because they say it's animal cruelty. Wait, 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 wait. This is a real. This is a real thing. Hold on, wait. So which? I mean, which groundhog do they use? Every <laughs> they just pick one. Well, that's Puxatawney Phil, the legend. That's the real. Oh, that's the real deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The best weatherman known to, known to walk through. <laughs> they're, trying, yeah. they're trying to use an animated. No, no, animatronic, animatronic but with AI. So the head of this movement <clears throat> is it's the leader of PETA, Ingrid Newkirk. He wrote in a letter to the head of the Groundhog Council Club, which is actually a real thing. Mm. Um, and he said that an AI fill would renew interest in Puxatani, generating a great deal of buzz, much like Sony's robot dog, Abo. I don't know about what that is. But he also says, which walks, plays, misbehaves, and responds to commands. By creating an AI fill, you can keep Puxatani at the center of Groundhog Day, but in a much more healthy, progressive way. Sounds like he's reaching there. Well, yeah, what do you guys make of that? Uh, I think, don't, I don't know, dude. I always see stuff about PETA and I, like, yeah, some of it, the stuff that they talk about is animal cruelty. I don't see this being animal cruelty. Like, yeah, what was his main argument of that being Well, cruel? he says that groundhogs are very timid and very shy when it comes to okay. interacting with humans. Yeah. So I guess the main point was, you know, it's inhumane for you to forcefully have them interact with people because the way they do it is they have the mayor come up, he like knocks on the, the cage or his enclosure. Yeah. And he brings him out and he hoists him, just holds him up in the air, kind of like the Lion King. And everyone looks at him and is cheering for him. And then he like gets down or one of the people in the city council get down, hear what the groundhog has to say. And then that's when they say whether or not he saw a shadow. So I guess interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I, I feel like they need to do some some research or something about if that has caused the the groundhog any actual trauma. <coughs> you know, in his, in his life. I don't know how you would, but I'm sure there are people that know. I how. think there's ways to. Do, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a cruel thing to me. It only happens once a year. You know. And I love the idea of Groundhog Day. It's so weird. It's such a great cultural tradition, and yeah. Isn't it so weird, it's, though? It's yeah. Brayden, would, I do you, it. Would, I just, you, would you look and see how that actually came about? Yeah, I was about to ask, do we yeah, know yeah, the yeah, origins yeah. of Groundhog yeah. Day? <clears throat> I feel so ill-prepared. Well, <laughs> either way, I don't know. For um, if what's, your, what's this guy's name? If Ingrid Newkirk is listening... Uh, I guess just a message from us here at the uh, the Squawk Studio is just take it easy, sit back, yeah. let Pucks Tawny Phil do his thing. <laughs> All right, Braden, any updates on um, origins of Groundhog Day? According, okay, so I'm just gonna read what I just looked up. According to the folklore, if a groundhog sees a shadow on February second, he'll flee to his burrow. Uh, six more weeks of winter. If it doesn't mean, if he doesn't, it means spring around the corner. Most experts suggest that the tradition began when German settlers brought their tradition of candle candlemas to North America in the candle 1700s. Hmm. February second is supported to be the midpoint between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Um, that's all it really has to say. <clears throat> For more information on Groundhog Day, consult your local library. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, well, right on. Um, hmm, okay, well, we went through that pretty quickly. Let's talk about Corona Gate, another update. Oh, sorry, Colton, um, the coronavirus. We have been forced to call it Corona Gate here okay. at uh, Squawk Talk. Yeah. Today, the uh, World Health Organization declared the new coronavirus outbreak was a, quote, global health emergency. So, it's so like we're it, in crisis mode. We are in crisis mode, or the very early stages of. Yeah. Um, the, an official said that it, it's it represents a risk far beyond China, and seems to just be getting continually worse. 170 people have died now, and there are now, I guess, an official recorded 7,834 cases. How many were there on Tuesday? There were 4,000. 4,500. 4,500, right? Yeah. yeah. 7,000. 
It's growing. Since Tuesday. So, I mean, have we had a, in a, like a like a <coughs> an outbreak like this? Yeah, it's comparable like in this in this intense. Yeah, it's comparable to SARS and MERS, the uh, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome or whatever it is. Uh, but I, I, if it's, I don't think either of those outbreaks were to, you know, at this scale, at this magnitude. Really. But they were pretty heavy. But the coronavirus is a mutation of both of those: SARS, which originated in Asia, okay. and MERS, which came from uh, Middle East. So I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But there have been two, three cases in the United States so far. Yeah, one in Texas, one in. Florida. One in College Station, man. Yeah, College right. Station, yeah. Wow. One yeah. in Florida. It's pretty close to home. So, I mean, when, 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 when was that? There's, they've just, when was that that it they was recently the beginning of the week? Yeah. That they found out that it was in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the main case that's being treated and talked about in a lot of newspapers and uh, media publications is this woman who recently just got back to the United States from Wuhan, where the actual disease is said to have originated from mm-hmm. so so she brought it over so she brought it over and they are the u.s I, I guess just members of the u.s government is are working with members from the chinese government and they're pinpointing exactly where she went who she was in contact with what she did uh, while in wuhan and since she got back to the u.s just because i mean it would only take someone that is infected with that contagious of a disease or virus just walk through a casino <coughs> and just wow. play a few games and that could infect I don't know I'd assume hundreds of people but so, I'm no doctor so are the, so are the cases in the US or have they are they are, uh, have people died the US no okay no not in the US okay but the youngest reported case was I think it was a nine-month-old nine-month-old baby. nine-month-old baby Wow it's nuts that's that's so terrible it's like it's like that game. Like, have you ever played what that? Game? What is it called? It's called Sims Monopoly. No, Infection. And like, you could play the game to where like you make a virus and it like spreads and stuff, and then it like cures too. The point of the game is to spread a disease. Yeah. And like, once everyone's dead is when you win. I'm pretty sure. Or once everyone is yeah. infected, at least. That's. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. I know it's kind of weird, but. Well, no, let's hope I think that, that doesn't happen. Hopefully, it's, that's not a reality. Yeah, yeah it's not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Uh, knock on wood, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I think this is going to not blow over, clearly, but I, I don't think that the U.S. will be seriously impacted by it. I hope not. I, I mean, know. what's the protocol if someone I – mean, do you – are you – I mean, have you have – you, learned about that like what's the protocol of someone like standard treatment yeah you get it. yeah just I quarantine think, yeah isolate them from the general public other people and begin treatment because it is treatable okay so did that it is so it is that had ebola yeah so it is treatable it is treatable but the problem is now that there are 7,834 cases yeah that's a lot of people to treat at once well, yeah especially to keep isolated a lot um, of work and there, a lot of work. Yeah, there have been reports of faulty test kits as well. So <coughs> there are a lot of people online speculating I that don't they, even know if they. It, well, they're speculating that it's far more than seven thousand. Yeah. Confirmed cases, wow. and the government knows that. But so yeah. Holding. So you mentioned the uh, Ebola virus, right? That that kind of blew over, right? Yeah, Ebola is still a a problem. Okay. Definitely in Africa. Yeah. Um, but not I'm, as much of a problem as it used to be, right? Yeah, I feel like no, I don't, I don't that, hear about when it. When that first outbreak happened, when, when was that, 2016, 2015? Uh, yeah, I would say so. It was a few years back. It was a few years, years yeah. back. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't hear about it as, as often as I did. Well, I remember being pretty shaken up about swine flu. Because I remember swine flu. There was so much craziness and panic. Among yeah. a lot of house mothers and you know, yeah. like friends, parents, I mean, and stuff as a kid, so I, I was really freaked out by it. Yeah, the Ebola outbreak started in February 2014. 14, gotcha, <clears throat> gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I remember the swine flu being in like elementary school and, and like that being a big deal. 
it was really just like honestly like kind of a, a national not a national like universal phenomenon like it was talked about yeah every day yeah they they reported on it a lot and yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure that this year's flu has already killed people yeah i mean i like heard i thought i had heard that somewhere yeah i, I yeah i think uh, one of my professors said that that the flu has killed more people than the coronavirus has hmm or will this year i don't know Wow, so far 8,200 people have died and 140,000 people have been hospitalized for the flu this year alone. Yeah, that's incredible. That's insane. All right, well, wash your hands, I guess. Yeah, I've never had the flu. Have any of you guys either. had the flu? I haven't had the flu. I've also never had a flu shot. Me neither. Are you an anti vaxxer? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I just, you know, <laughs> I can't I've never, I I yeah, I've never had the flu shot. I've never gotten the flu. I don't get sick too often. I don't, I don't either. I don't think I have ever had the flu, but I've definitely gotten flu shot. Flu shot. Okay. There are some people out there that say the flu shot is what gives you the flu. I think, I think, I mean, I don't want to be incorrect here, but I felt like that was the initial treatment is to like inject you with the flu so that You'd become immune to it, yeah. yeah. You'd become immune to it, and you wouldn't get it anymore. So, like, you get the flu once, and then after that, you'd be clear. Hmm. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. Braden? Uh, all I know is, I don't know. I mean, that could be true, but also I don't I don't feel like that is true. I like think every... getting the shot, and then you become open to getting the flu. Yeah, I just it's just like how how healthy you're living and what your hygiene is like. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a good point. I mean, the flu spreads by what? It spread, it's airborne, right? Like yeah. If you cough Coughing. Somebody, if you sneeze near somebody. But still, you could still get it, but you wouldn't know until those signs get greater, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, your body fights it off before you ever find out that you have it. Yeah. I just feel like I always remember my like my parents like every time they would get the flu shot, mm -hmm. they would get the flu, and if they skipped a year, then they wouldn't. I just remember that being like a complaint growing up. Like my mom would get the That's flu shot, weird. and then she would get the flu. Huh. I mean, it can just be totally you know random and non coincidental, but yeah. Yeah. We should get an anti-vaxer, like a devout anti-vaxer on the show. Where would we find? We just have to go around asking. I'm, I feel like Oklahoma has those kinds of people in abundance, honestly. Yeah, probably. I, well, I agree with that. Hey, we got an update on Vapegate. Remember Vapegate? Oh, We've yeah. Been talking about that a lot. It's been a minute. Well, the uh, tobacco giant Altria said today that the value of its stake in Juul fell by $4.1 billion in the fourth quarter. Jeez. What a terrible investment. I know. <laughs> terrible. Well, it uh, it now values the e-cigarette maker at about twelve billion, down from its thirty-eight billion uh, evaluation when Altria first invested. Mm. Which we covered that story. We were on mm -hmm. that. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think they're going down, and right now, or since it was last recorded in twenty eighteen, uh, Altria paid twelve point eight billion cash for a thirty-five uh, percent stake in Juul, and since then cigarette smoking in general has been steeply declining just kind of crazy really just out of nowhere yeah cigarette smoking or e-cigarette like e -cigarette? no cigarette just really yeah this comes from the wall street journal wow. also isn't aren't the uh disposable vapes being banned in february oh i'm sure i think it's fe like well february because now second or the 22nd or the 12th or something that they're being banned yeah, I remember Trump said that he and his administration were going to join the fight to get rid of e-cigarettes and yeah. gas stations or mm -hmm. up the age requirements to 21. Either way, I don't know. I, I definitely think it has to stop. It will most certainly be in the history books as an epidemic. Maybe they'll call it Vapegate and Credit Squawk Talk. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. But what's right is right, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, well... Have you guys ever thought about moving to another country and trying to become a citizen there? <laughs> I have not. I don't fly, so I've question. never thought about it. 
what let's talk about that. Well, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. We talked about it a few times, but I'm serious. What would it take to get you on an airplane? Uh, I, I would have to pass out or something. Like, uh, Brayden, some I feel like we've talked about like this before, sleep. and I have almost convinced you. I would have to, to fly. sleep. You assume a greater risk getting into your car than yeah. you do getting into an airplane. But, I mean, look, dude, like, I've said this millions of times. If there was more planes, if there was the same planes as there is of cars, if there were, if there still were just be more wrecks, and, sky, and you have a greater chance of dying in a plane crash than you do in a car wreck. No, that's actually the opposite of what yeah. I just said. What no, 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 I meant, like, you have a more chance of living. If You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Oh. Do you know Dude. what he's saying, Colton? <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying you have a greater chance of living if you're in a car wreck than in a plane crash. Yeah, because if you're in a plane crash, here's the, you're yeah, going okay. Down, so it's like you're it's like well, if the plane slowly? if the plane if the plane crashes, that was in water. he landed. Like, yeah, he landed. It wasn't exactly, a crash, but it, that can happen. That was a crash. crash. No, no, that was that a crash. Was they went out of the sky. Water. They were they were falling out of the sky. They landed on something. Water. It's a crash. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Water makes, still makes a crash. I mean, I, I would agree. I would agree with 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 Britain to a certain extent because, you know, if a plane crashes, usually everyone on board is is doesn't come out alive. But however, um, there are far more far more car wrecks well, yeah. on a daily basis. Like mm-hmm. it happens every day, probably hundreds, thousands of times, perhaps. And so you do assume a greater risk of getting in a in a, in a car wreck um, than a, than in a plane crash, but but these guys are licensed, trained professionals. The only way I'll fly is if it was a military-based plane or helicopter. So if it's a military pilot, like an Air yes. Force pilot, you yes. will okay. Yeah. Do you know any Air Force pilots? Um. So. <coughs> I don't think that. Well, so I, 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 there was a guy at my church growing up who was a retired um, Air Force. Um, uh, 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 yeah, he was, he was retired from the Air Force, and he was a pilot, and he had his own plane at home. He lived in his a neighborhood. Yeah, he lived in a neighborhood that I did not know existed in my hometown that, in, that consisted entirely of retired aviators, and they had every house had its own hangar in the back to store your plane, and behind the hangar, um, the houses backed up to a runway, Dude, where you could cool. where you could where you could like fly your plane literally like take it out of the hangar and just fly it off the runway like so that. So it's like a little airstrip. Yeah. So he invited me and uh, <laughs> my best friend Dylan. You guys both know Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, invited me and him to go one time. Oh, actually, two times. We flew with him. Flew with him um, on his plane. Isn't that incredible? That's a great story. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know neighborhoods like that existed. Yeah, actually, right by my high school, growing up, there was just that—a little community. Yeah. All around this small airfield, and just planes laying out in the open. That's incredible. Yeah, it's it's a different way to live, I guess. <coughs> you know James Carter? You know James? Yeah. yeah. He's in Delta. Okay. Yeah, I, I, he's a pilot. Really? Right? So I went flying. He invited me. He called me up one day and was like, hey, do you want to go fly with me? That's awesome. And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you, what do you what mean? Do you, <laughs> you want to go fly with me? And I was like, that's what I thought you said, but like, in what? And he's like, oh, I'm taking my plane out. And man, once we get up there, he warns me. He says, now I'm going to be practicing some maneuvers for my pilot's test. And I'm thinking, okay. When he does this thing, I can't remember, it was like a corkscrew or something, but essentially he cuts the engine, dips to the right, and we are going in a nosedive where he turns it on and pulls back up. Dude, I would have been freaking out, bro. Uh, How did you feel? I would have been so (laughs) Were you scared? I either would have passed out. I was really just thinking, okay, this is it. This is how I go. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You had that consideration? I've never, I've never actually felt like this could be how I, how it, how it ends for me, but you felt that. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. Couldn't confuse that with anything else. And then, I mean, we did it. We were up there flying for at least another hour and a half and he did a few other cool maneuvers, but. See, my biggest fear would be once I cut the engine, you know, what if if it just doesn't come back on? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Dude. Wow. No. 
I'm pretty sure he's got a bunch of videos too on his really? Instagram. Yeah, he's. Is he currently in Delta right now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a he's a smart guy. I think he, he told me he uh, plans on getting his commercial license so he can fly a bunch of Warren Buffett billionaire yeah. centric types. Yeah. That would be cool. Around and then make connections and. I, don't, I guess make some real money moves or something. Yeah. Um, Just work his way up. Yeah. Have you seen The Aviator? The Howard Hughes? Baby? Yes, yeah. Howard Hughes, yeah. Not a long time. Yeah, I, I started weird. watching it the other day. I did some research on, on, on Howard Hughes. Found it. He was, a, he, was a, he was eccentric. And I didn't know exactly what that word meant. It just means a person that just has bizarre behavior. Yeah. And so he became really um, uh, OCD. Yeah, Later on, his OCD boxes. really like, yeah, really progressed, and yeah, he would he would like stack tissue box boxes, and and I think he he also had a condition where his skin was so fragile, like any amount of like uh, touching would just hurt him, and so he just sat around naked all the time yeah. <laughs> in his hotel room. Isn't that insane? Sounds like a weird excuse to sit around naked in your hotel. <laughs> yeah, room. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and didn't he, he, like, urinated in mason jars and kept those? Yeah, right? yeah, that yeah, real thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he put uh, tissue boxes on his feet and, like, walked around. And I still don't understand what makes someone do that. Like, what's the significance of that? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've never tried it, so, I, you know, I can't really knock it, but. You take all the tissues out or just leave Yeah, them? you take them out. Okay. But, man, he was so rich. <clears throat> Yeah. He had so much money. He would literally, like, stay in a hotel, and then they would, like, there was a rule that he didn't abide by. So he would just buy the hotel. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's legendary. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We need him to buy the hotel. He's he's long dead. Oh. Long dead. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> he died in, like, well, the sure 70s. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some relatives. Never we can reach out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I'm fascinated by him because not only was he – uh, just a, a business mogul he was a film producer slash director pilot and an aviator yep. he was a pilot yeah. i'm fascinated by guys that just have a variety of interests and, and, are, and are skilled in all of them well i mean going back to elon musk what yeah is the I mean, guy not in he's yeah flamethrower he's made electric cars yeah he's trying to make a brain technology a reality that it's and he's got so many ideas and like yeah Oh, yeah. and the the solar panels. You, yeah, you the heard solar his idea about this. Yeah, hmm. but you he continue. He wants to turn roof shingles into miniature solar panels. Wow! Wow, that's in, that's very interesting. It's genius. Yeah. yeah. And then he's also got this Tesla makes this generator for your house that's apparently pretty easy to install, and it just gives you a ton of energy and yeah. it pays off over a while. Apparently, yeah. so I mean, such a wide money. variety of interests, and like, it, he's not just. The head of a car company, you know. How do you manage space? that time? I don't know, man. It's insane. I like his idea of like of like the the public transportation tunnel. Oh, the tunnels. That's no, a great idea. That, that beats is. the LA traffic. Well, and he made a point that I <clears> seen, <throat> like two or three years ago that I still think about, and he's like, you know, I think that all the architects got it wrong in a sense. I mean, it makes way more way more logical sense to dig down because we can go deeper than to build buildings and high yeah. rises up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, definitely. is it though? I think so. It's more of an effort to dig than to just build upwards, right? I don't know. I would think it would be easier to dig down. Really? Well, I mean, just think about those pictures of people when or the workers that were building the Empire State Building. You know, just on top of sitting the rails. The, yeah, sitting on the really high up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we could avoid some of those casualties. Yeah. If the Empire yeah. State Building went down under. I don't know. We might hit China, though. That'd be crazy. You know? Yeah, that's possible. Well, you guys remember that question I asked you if you'd ever considered going to another country? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a terrible segue to this funny news story that I'd like to share with you. Uh, the headline reads, Italian man denied Swiss citizenship because he didn't know wolves and bears were kept in the same enclosures at zoos. You, <laughs> you have to know that. To be a Swiss Apparently, citizen? that was something that he, he had to know. Yeah, so it's like just part of the citizenship <coughs> test. He failed to correctly answer a question about <laughs> zoo animals. And uh, the Swi uh, Switzerland's federal court 
ruled it unfair. Why would, why, g- why would you keep zoos and bears together? Well, I hope you're keeping zoos and bears together. Or wolves and bears yeah, together, um, not zoos and bears. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure that's... We could answer that one pretty easily with a Google search. Um, oh, yeah. But he said the guy had lived there, the Italian gentleman had lived there for 30 years working as a successful ice cream vendor. Uh, and he and his family applied for citizenship in 2015 and then was denied just because they asked him about, you know, what, what's life like here? What are, our, what are our schools like? What are our zoos like? And they said... Uh, there were minor, he was showing minor deficiencies in understanding local geography and <laughs> Swiss customs. Okay, so the wolves and brown bears are housed in the same large enclosure at the zoo in an attempt to challenge them to play together. They have lived together in harmony for years, and the process of mixing species is said to be good for the animals. Wait, is that just at Swiss zoos, or is this the universal? <laughs> World news. <laughs> That is not the case at the Oklahoma City Zoo. No. I've never been to the Oklahoma City Zoo. So the Oklahoma City Zoo is phenomenal. You should go. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's pretty good. Have you ever been to the Dallas World Aquarium? I have. That's a great place. coolest attractions. That is a great place. Texas, I think. Yes. Yeah. What do you you go for? When you go to the aquarium, what's the first thing you want to see? Well, so Dallas has penguins, right? We got penguins. That was really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed seeing that. Here's kind of more of an explanation. The two species evolved together in the wild and do not compete for the same foods, nor do they attack each other. Bears are bigger and stronger, while the wolves are faster and more agile. The bears ignore the wolves, and the wolves, although curious, know that the bear is too tough an opponent to take on. So they just don't bother each other. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. That's a good idea. Hmm. Have you seen The Revenant? I was just about to say. <laughs> I've seen part of it. I actually watched that scene the other day of just the scene of of Leo getting mauled by a bear. It's incredible. It's such man, I know, and, and I was reading about it. And, like he had to do some intense. He got hypothermia intense, during. He got hypothermia. He ate like a what was it that he he had to like eat a raw. Um, oh, raw fish, right? I don't think it was fish. I think it was like from like a from like a oh like uh, a mammal. Was it like an elk? Yeah, something, something like that. Like, it was like yeah, a yeah. raw elk. Uh, like it's, I don't think it was a heart, but like just a piece of meat, you know, yeah. from somewhere. That's dedication. I mean, he won Best Actor for that performance, so good for him. I guess, yeah, I guess that's what the Academy wants. They just want to see actors degrade themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Eating weird raw meats. <coughs> um, all right. Well, have you guys been keeping up with this impeachment trial? Nah. Not really. Not a whole lot. Well, today was the final day for questions. Um, the Republicans seem pretty sure that Trump's going to get off and they don't even need to bring in John Bolton as a witness testimony. So what does Bolton have to say? Well, apparently he's got something pretty revealing about Trump apparently refusing to aid Ukraine until they had you know, done their research for him their investigations into the Bidens. Okay. So that, yeah, that's where, that's why the Democrats are really hoping he'll speak up. And even some Republicans are saying he still needs to testify. Yeah, so what would, what would cause him to not speak? I mean, if Trump's, if if Trump's uh, administration has talked to him already, or just the Republicans, like Mark Meadows said that he wouldn't talk, and that's the head of the RNC. Mm -hmm. And um, a, a lot of people are just saying he won't talk. Maybe they paid him off. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just out of you know party loyalty. Yeah. I don't know. But his book is coming out in a couple months, I think. Oh wow! So it will be. If it is in there, it'll be you know published for gotcha. people to read. But interesting. So 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 today you said is the is the final day of hearing. I think it's the final day for questions. Okay. There, I'm sure there's like a sentencing or a, a ruling period yeah. i don't know how long that is but uh, i mean did you did you andy did you expect for for trump to actually get impeached no I said, you didn't see that coming I said, I said since day one well okay but here's the thing when you say impeached i don't mean leave office right exactly but yeah. that, that's the confusion it's like a yeah lot of it is are like no he's not impeached and it's like well kind of if uh, for a president to be completely entirely impeached both articles of impeachment must be enacted yes so just because the House of Representatives, you know, Congress voted him to be impeached or in favor of impeachment, 
that just initiates the trial. But did you ever see that happen? Did you ever, did you, could you have seen that coming? No, actually, because yeah. I would think the Democrats would want to focus on the election rather than getting this guy out even yeah. sooner than he would be if you just had a solid candidate who yeah. beat him. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it doesn't really make sense. And I, I said since day one on this program, Trump's going to win again. Okay. Trump is not getting impeached. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, th I think, I think you're right, yeah. but that's just a prediction. I, who, who could beat him? That's the thing. I, I don't like the majority of candidates. I, I like Yang. I like some of what Pete has to say. I like Yang too. I have you read his book? No. You have the read his on, book? The War on Normal People. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Okay. It's very good. Um, wow. And the thing is, I, I don't necessarily <coughs> believe that the rate of change he wants to implement for, a, you know, to avoid automation and the problems that come with that. Yeah. I don't know if it's you know, that time yet. We're definitely encroaching on that time. Yeah. But I mean, but is it, is it, do you think, uh, you think would that be, you know, like necessary cause, cause of proactivity for it to like maybe jumpstart? Well, I think world just, just automation. the fact that we're talking about it is a positive sign. It shows that his campaign is effective in that regard. So the yes. message obviously is registered with a good amount of people. And it really bugs me that throughout all the debates that have been on TV, whether it's CNN, ABC, uh, NBC, Fox, they rarely give Andrew Yang screen time. He, he has been completely shorted on, you know, on on airtime. Why do you think that is? I, th I mean, he's a pretty s big capitalist. Okay. So I, I don't know if that's the main thing. He is one of the only, I think him, Biden, and... Is that guy's name Steyer? Stoyer? I'm not or, sure. I, I forget his name. I think it's Tom Stoyer. Those guys are the only real full-on capitalists. And, or with Tulsi Gabbard, kind of. I don't know, not really. There, there's just a lot of from, like, Warren, Pete, uh, Amy Klobuchar. There's a lot of leftist kind of ideas okay. being pushed, mainly, you know, increasing welfare, um, I mean, obviously, Bernie talks about, you know, healthcare being a right, not a privilege. And it, that sounds great, but, you know, do you have a means of doing it that won't bankrupt or destroy the U.S. economy? Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't. That's, that's what I think, at least. Yeah. But I'm no political analyst. What do you think? Do you like anybody? Um, I haven't familiarized myself enough um, with, with the political candidates. Um, I, I have talked about... Andrew Yang um, before though I mean I, 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 I like his ideas of you know trying trying to be um, proactive about um, automation you know and that's where the what the universal wage oh UBI yeah what is it universal basic income yeah universal basic that income. will have to become a reality at some point you believe so w without a doubt okay the United States will have to because of UBI. so many jobs getting taken away and I mean, one of the prime examples is you go to most McDonald's now and your order is yeah. being taken by a person. Yeah. You're doing it yourself on a machine. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, someone that worked in the fast food industry at Chick-fil-A, I can tell you that a lot of people that I worked with, that's their livelihood. They really depend on this one job, as menial as it seems. Yeah. Like that, that's it. That's their source of income. That's their source of well-being for them and their family. You take that job away from them. I mean, you're going to have, like, very high, steady rises of poverty, I'm sure drug use. And his main point about UBI is it also encourages giving people $1,000 a month gives people an incentive to do something positive with it. For the yeah. first time in the history of the United States this year, there have been more drug overdoses than there have been, or drug-related, yeah, overdose deaths than there have been car Kills, really? Uh, yeah, car wreck kills. For the first uh, time ever, you said? Yeah, in U.S. Wow. history. So th that's really something to keep in mind, I think. But, um, well, you guys uh, you guys like jokes? I love, I love jokes. jokes. So this is a new segment we're going to implement here on Squawk Talk. It's pretty original, kind of. Um, basically, <coughs> I just have a pile of jokes here that I did not write, but that, you know, we're, we're just gonna go over and 
read one each. Um, yeah, I'd, let's try it out. I think let's do it. Let's do it. Right, you want to take a go with the first one? I think the uh, punch the punch lines on the back. So you start with okay. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the difference between a well dressed man on a bicycle and a poorly dressed man? Poorly dressed man on a unicycle. Will you say that one more time? Okay. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a bicycle and a poorly-dressed man on a unicycle? I don't know. Attire. Uh, <laughs> dynamite. Interesting. That's Both good. That, that was a, that's those a very are, clever joke. Are. Yeah. Okay, so this joke is, how many Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? The answer is one. They're efficient and not very funny. Oh, uh, that's kind of racist. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I giving that one? <laughs> Just reading what the card said. Sorry, guys. All right, here's one. Sure, Lindsay Lohan can't swim a stroke, but she sure knows every dive in town. <laughs> what? That's pretty funny. What does that even mean? You know, like a dive, like a CD bar or establishment. Oh, um, okay. I thought that was funny. All right, um... Right near you go, I think that one will suffice. <coughs> I told my wife she was drawing her eyebrows too high. <coughs> she looked surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> the delivery, though. Yeah. <laughs> completely unenthused. Um, yeah. I'm just going to put the pile in the middle of the table here. Okay. So, you guys, actually, I came up with a new word yesterday. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, so uh, it's called plagiarism. <laughs> That's funny. Why did dogs always rush to the door when the doorbell rings? It's almost never for them. Why? Wait, was that, was, was that the punchline? Why do dogs always rush to the door when the doorbell rings? It's almost never for them. <laughs> I thought saying it louder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed the. I, the, the who's, well, who's ringing a doorbell for a dog to see a? Dog? Oh, it's just oh, more of an observational yeah. statement. <laughs> okay. I thought I figured there was going to be a punchline. Definitely more of an observation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, here, Colton, you want to try yeah. that one? Yeah. You know the funniest part of doing an office conga line? Yeah. When you look back and realize you're doing it alone and you're not in the office, you're in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, man, that's kind of dark. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of dark, Colton. Okay. Um. Um, if you're going to fight the war on terror, a good place to start would be this nation's haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> The Al-Qaeda online magazine, Inspire, has a recipe for a homemade bomb. They also have a recipe for a pretty, pretty darn good peach cobbler. It's <laughs> topical, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I entered 10 puns in a pun contest hoping one would win. A pun contest? Yeah. But no pun in tin did. Ah, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Very, very That's, punny. Yeah. Uh, why do cows wear bells? Why? Because their horns don't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Colton. <laughs> so, uh, so we could we could nip. March Madness in the bud. If we watch the warning signs of brooding antisocial February fever. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. All right, here's one. My grandpa has the heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from the local zoo. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, that was. I wonder what good. they keep lions in the same enclosure. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one. Yeah, Colton, why do you take that one? Yeah. Braden. <coughs> so a doctor tells his patient, I have some bad news. You have tested positive for terminal cancer and Alzheimer's. Oh, no. And the patient said, that's not so bad. I could have had cancer. That's terrible. Alzheimer's is really debilitating. 
Okay. A reporter asks Mike Tyson, how do you think the unthinkable? Tyson responded with an, with an ice bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> with, with an iceberg, my bad. With, with an, an iceberg. With an iceberg. Iceberg. That's funny. Iceberg. You know, I saw him on a Joe Rogan podcast, and that guy has had quite a life. He really has. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the documentary about him, Tyson? I haven't seen all of it, no. It's a good one. Yeah. It's very good. Um, all right. I think we have one more. We actually are joined with a, uh, a PR representative here, Trinity. Hello, Trinity. Hi. Yeah, I, I don't think she show. finds I don't, these jokes I, well, very that's, funny. We, well, here's the thing. We've got someone new. What, what do you think of the jokes segment? I think some of them are really, like, funny, and then some of them are, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just, like, luck of the draw. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's plagiarized, too. Um <laughs> Um, check this one out. My wife kept yelling at me after she caught me cross-dressing, <coughs> so I packed up all of her clothes and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Well, I think this is going to be a reoccurring segment. I like this I segment. Think, I think this went over pretty well. This is a great yeah. segment. Yeah. How much time do we have? We have ten minutes. Ten minutes. Colton, I asked Brayden on Tuesday if he could host a dinner party for one politician, one musician, and one, I should say, actor. Mm. Who would be at your party? Dead or alive? Alive. Um, Currently. Yeah, let's do alive. Okay. Um, Politician, musician, and an actor. Actor would be Brad Pitt. Mm. Brad Pitt is a stud. Pretty cool. I love Brad Pitt. He's a cool guy. He's, Cliff Booth. He's great at what he does. Yes, yes. Phenomenal in that movie. Um, a musician. Man, who is someone that's just an absolute phenomenon? Kid I, Rock. <laughs> I probably wouldn't choose Kid Rock. Um, I would say a politician, probably Barack Obama. Mm. I think that'd be great. Um, Old Barry. Yeah, a uh, musician. This is tough for me. My first thought was uh, was Paul McCartney, just because I'm a like I'm a big Paul McCartney fan, big Beatles fan. So, so yeah, my 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 dinner party uh, would be would consist of the guest Barack Obama, Paul McCartney, and Brad Pitt. That's an impressive guest list. That would be a, that one. would make for some great <coughs> conversation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are you gonna talk to Obama about? Uh, I would I would I would like to hear his his opinions on uh on what's going on in in the political arena right now. Yeah, I feel like he's been pretty silent about it, which is I mean he's retired, so so you know uh, he's he's he served his time for sure. But um, it's the hardest job in the world. It is, yeah, absolutely, and and so he's 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 relaxing now, but. Yeah, I would, I would I would be eager to to know what he has to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good group right there. Brayden, who did you say? You said, oh, actually, no, for, you, forget that. Aren't you related to Roy Orbison? I am. Yeah. That's funny that you remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. Would you please explain yeah. how? So my, <coughs> on, on my, my, my paternal grandfather. Um, pep, pep. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He, my paternal grandfather, um, so his mother and Roy Orbison's mother are sisters full-blood sisters so my grandfather my paternal grandfather he is first cousins was first cousins with Roy Orbison because mm-hmm. Roy Orbison is no longer alive um but they were they were they were first cousins they played together as kids um eventually I think my grandpa um started living with with his father and you know, his father got remarried and so I don't know if he spent a ton of time with his mom after that, but but yes. So Roy Orbison um, is technically my third cousin. That's so neat. Yeah, it's it's incredible. My grandparents actually um, went to a show of his, and it was one of those shows that like they used to do in the fifties and sixties, where it would just have tons of guests. Uh, like um, I forget who else um, was was on was on the roll that night, but um, so they actually went and saw Roy Orbison. Um, and they bought a program, 
and they wrote a note on the back saying, hey, Roy, it's Oban and Frida. Those are my grandparents' names. Could we come see Frida? you? Frida. Oh, they said Frida. That'd Frida. That's no, a cool no. name. They said, can we come see you after the show? And they had it sent to his room, um, and he actually responded, yes, Roy Orbison, and I still have that program. Oh, that's wonderful. Really? That's awesome, yeah. Are yeah. you a fan, or do you? I love Roy Orbison, yeah. man. You, yeah. You gotta love Roy. Incredible. Incredible voice. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, how old was he when he, when he passed? Um, I think he, he passed away in 1990. 1980. Really? Oh, 1988. Okay. 1988. I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was in a, he was in a band at that point called the Traveling Wilburys. Yeah. You know about them? Yes. Consisted of George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, and Jeff Lynn. And it was a super group. And, uh, he, they made a, they made a first record, which Roy, Roy was involved in. And then they, uh, he died before they completed their second album. What do you think is the most replayable album in your collection, both of you? Mm. Uh, uh, What's one you can just queue up, start to finish, listen? Uh, probably John Mayer's live album, uh, Where the Light Is. It was made in like 2007, 2008. Um, it's, it just has all of his, like, I, what, I, what I would believe to be his best songs and his renditions of them live are almost even better than the recorded version so pretty cool um, yeah and it's like probably like 20 songs on the album and it's yeah I could listen to it anytime you are probably going to hate me after this but I don't think I can name you a John Mayer song <laughs> that's okay Waiting on the World's Changed you heard that one yeah I actually okay I think everyone knows that song yeah 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 Braden man dude don't, I say, don't, don't say culture or culture too <laughs> oh no way um I'm going to have to go with I have to look it up sorry um I like listening to Nav he's he's a rapper uh probably his album in 2018 Reckless that's your most playable album probably hmm. what about you Andy I don't know if you're talking rock I love Wasting Light by the Foo Fighters okay it's a great one yeah also College Dropout mm. Kanye yeah I was thinking that that too. is that's one where it's almost like just immensely better listening from start to finish. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like that one. Um, I think Kanye's kind of losing it. Uh huh. Maybe. I think he's always going to be on top, man. Oh, yeah. You, well, th- you, so you I, think he's like. Uh, yeah. I think that he's going to do one of three things. I think he's going to actually try and run for president, which <coughs> that's a long shot. But I think that he is. Um, going to keep up the, you know, transformative Christian image mm-hmm. until he decides to run, or he starts his own church, the Church of Yay. Interesting. Him and Joel Osteen collab yeah. and make their own Death Star of a church. <laughs> My aunt uh, and cousins actually went to. Uh, they go to that church, the one in Joel Houston. Osteen one? Yeah, and they were there when when. Kanye came on and oh, spoke seriously? with him. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. I wanted to go, but I had stuff to do that weekend. Isn't that incredible? It is. He performed in everything, right? I mean, I would assume so. His Sunday service is still going strong. See, I did you like either of you guys like Jesus is King? Uh, I listened to a couple of songs. Yeah, I, I'm not a, well, for one, I'm not a huge rap guy anyways, yeah. but I was I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. I was as well. In yeah. fact, I was kind of disappointed by it. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think it was Christmas Day. The Sunday Service full album came out. That if you haven't listened to that, you got you got to. It's it, good. It's very good. Very well, well done. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, Kanye West's mother is born. Uh, Donna uh, was Don, yeah. bur- is buried in Oklahoma City. This, the, this why, the, why is she uh, she's, are they from Chicago why well so yeah City? so Kanye is from Chicago grew up in Chicago also moved to China I believe at some point in his life but I did not know that his mom um, was born and raised in Oklahoma City and he's and Kanye still has connections here aunts and, and whatnot. but so she, when she, whenever she passed away I think in 2007 or so she was actually buried in uh, Oklahoma City Pretty near where I grew up. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to go pay our respects. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you already have. 
Yeah, we, yeah. Me, was it me and you, Brayden? We went. To, we went to go drive there. Yeah, but we, we went didn't to look, stop. Yeah, and look we didn't stop. It, but yeah, that's really neat. I had no idea. But um, either way, we're out of time, unfortunately. Mm. Colton, thank you so much. For yeah, man, it's great. Man. Uh, it. Always a pleasure to have you in the nest. Brayden, you got anything to wish the people? Any well wishes? Any? Insults? Um. I think it's supposed to be warm this week, so bring your shorts back out. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy a nice croissant today as well. Yeah. And also be sure to look into the band Cruz, C-R-U-Z, on where can they find you? Uh, right now it's just Instagram because we don't it's have Instagram. anything out yet, or Instagram or Twitter. But it's coming. Yeah, it, it should be. Yeah. Music is coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so keep an eye, and more importantly, keep an ear on the band Cruz. Be sure to check out squawkradio.org as well as at Big Squawk on Twitter and Squawk Radio on Instagram. Signing off from the nest, this is Andrew Biggers. Have a good long weekend.